Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Richard Kennedy, and I'm here with just Ryan Garby. This is New England Social, your New England podcast about everything New England, from places to go, people to see, things we're doing, and experiences we're having. How you doing, big guy? You know what, man? I'm a big reminiscing kind of guy. A week ago today, about this time, I was so psyched, looking forward to pretty much what I had counted down to for the last week, Nick and Laura's wedding. Big wedding. Doing was, a huge wedding recap. <laughs> it was uh, everything that I thought it was going to be in more. Beautiful wedding. And it was, it Airbnb was, awesome was lit. Wedding. Um, I, I was talking to my mom about this. It was interesting because I think – I, like I think like when when they were talking about adjusting the wedding and like if they were going to just do it next year or if they were going to do something small this year and whatnot, like at the time we were all expecting to be like, all right, so we'll do this like little wedding and then the, like the big fun will be, you know, the next year. And I was talking to my mom how I was like, that's the biggest group I've been in in so long that it like felt like a big thing. Like it felt like a big party, like not a big wedding, but like it felt like a big party and it like felt like a full wedding to me. So it was it was a blast. I'll be I'll be completely honest. Still pumped for um, the uh, kind of reception that we're doing next year for those guys. But congratulations to the happy couple. That's where Nick is. He's on a mini moon um, right now with his lovely wife, Laura Goslin now. And, uh, yeah, congratulations to them. We're happy for them. Nick couldn't record. Understandable, I guess. We did ask him, though, because that's just the kind of friends we are. So, yeah. Um, me and Garby didn't want to do any of, like, the topics that, you know, we've been planning to touch on. I think next uh, week is going to be experiences we're having. Um, and we're just going to actually run down, essentially, the events of really, I guess, August from my birthday to now. Um, and we had my birthday, Nick's bachelor party, and then obviously the wedding that just passed. So we're going to go through all of those things, everything we're doing, all the good stories. Um, so it'll definitely be a great episode. Uh, me and Garby uh, just wanted to do a mailbag episode. So as you guys know, literally hundreds and hundreds of you guys send in mail and questions every single week, and we just don't get around to answering them. So we decided we would take some time and and answer them. Yeah, so I'm obviously we, kidding. Um, I literally had to beg no. for these questions. Like, I, oh, but we got a lot. We did get a lot of them. I was going to say we took lot. our top questions. We took our top <laughs> selections. And by top questions, we literally begged. Like, I put out an Instagram live, or not Instagram live, Instagram story, and like texted people. And was like, please send questions. So, um, but we do have a bunch of them now, and I think a bunch of them are really good ones. So we're going to go through that, and we'll see where it kind of takes us. But before we jump into that, you drinking anything good over there, big guy? I am spent from the weekend, so I'm going to be honest with you, not drinking tonight. That's good for you, dude. I think that that's awesome. I am drinking an Allagash White because Ray Goslin has got me back on Allagash. I don't know. He was just slugging him at the wedding, and I was like, you know what? I'll have an Allagash. I haven't done that in a while, and Mm. it was delicious. It's a great beer. It's an absolutely great beer. Um, What are you up to? Anything? Anything? I mean, I know we've been spending essentially like the last week together. You got anything big coming up this next couple weeks? I mean, nothing as fun as what the last month has been, but um, yeah, I do have my baby shower. It's a, it's a. I just got the. Uh, I just opened up the invitation to that. It's it's yeah. a Jack and Jill. Is that a thing? Yeah, you you never heard of a Jack and Jill? That's like the I, new I thing. was just surprised. I was surprised to get it. I thought it was like more I will of a have a thing. I know, and you know what? If you don't, I don't come, know I don't blame you. I I will get I'm a keg, com- dude. If I got an invite, I'm coming. Okay, all right. I'll get a keg then. I'll get a pony. I will say, though, this is going to be like, I mean, I will have been up to Bangor like four times this year now. 
f- five times, four times this year. So it's a big year. I'm really banking in the yep, Bengals. Four trips. times. Yeah, yeah. You are banking yeah. them in, dude. Killing it. Um, okay, that's cool. What are we doing? Like, give us a preview. What are we doing in the? Uh, what are we doing in the the shower here? So a typical baby shower. Basically, the majority of time, women watch the lady open presents. We are not doing that. All presents come in open. We're a card, no bot, no wrapping paper, so we're not doing that. We'll just do some yard games. The guys will do okay. some yard games. We're gonna eat food. My mom's gonna, we're gonna be making chili, soups, fall, fall kind of, fall kind of um, foods flip and. Cup. Yeah, it'll be like a good. I don't know about flip cup, but we'll do some. We can. We'll do flip some cup. like. We'll do some cornhole. We'll do some cornhole. We'll have a nice tent set up, and we'll just Yo, you know have a good I... time. What if I get Roland to just crush some flip cup with me? Mm. If you can do that, I will. Um, I'll be amazed. I, I guess there's no other way to say it, it especially if there's beer involved. Yeah. Well, I probably like I, he doesn't really put him back, does he? No. He, I don't so, really think he drank at your wedding, did he? Oh no, no. So I think drinking. I don't know if it skips a generation. For me, my parents don't drink, but their parents drank a lot. So here I am, uh, like my parents watching okay. me drink. I think they grew up and they were like, "Nah, I don't like that drinking stuff." That's not that's not really for us. And then I and then I grew up. I'm like, "Man, what is You're this like, drinking send stuff?" Send it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, all right, let me see. What do I got? Uh, house is starting to come together. I just built my bookshelves. I need to figure out light in my living room. It's super dim in my living room, and I need. I have these like fancy. Like kind of hanging, exposed, like kind of industrial style lights I just put in, and the bulbs I got for them are not extremely bright, but I really like them. So I think I'm just gonna add more mm. lamps. Mm. So I need to, like, I just need like a good white light bulb and just just like really brighten up the room. But are you looking for fixtures or lamps? I don't know, big guy. I I feel like lamps just because like I it's I I just have to like build so much furniture and do so much shit that I'm like not really looking to like take on another project that's got me like screwed into the wall or something like that. But mm. and then also like the way you haven't been to my house yet, but the way the the way that the living room is, there's like one big window that's like kind of off center of the fireplace where like the other lights are. So like fixtures would be like off center with those. So I don't really know how that'll look, but I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna think about it. I'm gonna be doing a, hopefully a, a housewarming party in the next. I don't know. Hopefully the next four weeks or so, and I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna get some people's opinions and, and see what people think. So it's gonna it'll be exciting. Um, anything else that's coming up? I gotta start planning Friendsgiving, which will be pretty lit, I think, and I think we're gonna do it here. Um, so that'll be exciting. But outside of that, I was, again, I was just talking to the fam. Really, like the wedding was like the last like thing I had planned because yeah, like yeah. Ha- haven't been planning stuff because it's like you don't really know what the vid's gonna be like. So um, yeah, man, it is what it is. Uh, let's jump into these questions though. Cause I know we, we said we'd do a shorter episode and we literally say that every single episode and it's never short. So let's see if we can actually stick to, I will let everybody know there is a plan to this chaos that we put out bi-weekly. Um, and we are currently ahead of schedule. So I'll just let you know that. Um, I, like the first question, do you want to do the first question first or do you want to save the first question for last? Cause like, I think we need to tell a story behind the first question. Um, let's save it for last. I feel like that's a good Let's save it for last. I think the first question should go last. Okay. Um, first, not first question is from Todd Dinone. 
um, friend of the podcast. Uh, actually, my sister's boyfriend, Todd. We love you. Care. You're pretty chill, too. Uh, okay, this one's specifically for me, I believe. Oh, no. Let's just do it for both of us. If you're blacked out and wake up with a random famous woman in your bed, who is it? And I had I, – I read this as I'm blacked out, so I don't remember. I right. don't remember That's a key the thing. events of the night, and then I obviously don't remember whatever happened in the bed. Yeah. So, like, if that's the case, that changes my answer okay. pretty drastically. Exactly. Exactly. If you're blacked out, like, that's a way yeah. different waking up situation that, oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. We, I know exactly what happened last night. I feel pretty good about and it. And then I was going to ask you for a stipulation. Like, does it need to be the current version of that person or could it be, like, say, an earlier version of that person? I would like it to be a current version. You'd like it to be the current version. I think you okay. black out today, wake up with a famous woman tomorrow in your bed. Who is uh, it? Okay. That's a tough. Do you know who yours is? Yeah, I do. All right. Tell me yours. So mine is Oprah Winfrey. Okay. <laughs> I Oprah like Winfrey. that. You blacked out. You know, it's not like you're not, nobody's like fiending to have sex with Oprah Winfrey, right? But you blacked out. You woke up and you're like, huh. Oprah Winfrey's in my bed, and she's like, "Hey, that was pretty good last night. You want to like hang out again?" And you're like, "Dude, that's Oprah Winfrey. You can't say no. She's like a millionaire." A and millionaire, then, Garby? She's a, a billionaire. Is she a, bil is she a billionaire? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oprah Winfrey was like the richest woman in the world for like ever, dude. Two point five. Two point five billion. She crushes it. Exactly. She's so like been like, a billionaire for a minute. Oh, gets that cash. So, of course, I'm married, so, like, this is, like, purely hypothetical. I will not have sex with Oprah Winfrey, Megan. Don't worry about it. Just, just putting that out there. <laughs> Megan, just Megan. make sure I love you, We know, one, that you actually listen to this podcast. Two, we know that right now you are so worried that Garby was going to have sex with Oprah Winfrey. So don't worry about it. It's all good. Uh, hey. I like that answer. I love that answer. I think that's a great answer. Do you need a minute to think about it? Because was yours? No, I have. No, I have. I have mine. I have mine because I had a backup. I just like didn't know if I was gonna change it. Um, I think if I was blacked out, I think Lizzo, the female really? rapper. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so this is my thing. I'm like, okay, I'm blacked out. So I don't know how to like. I don't know that I need to really to worry about what like what events or like how good the events of the night were right and if i was worried about that i like i think lizzo's a beautiful woman i would probably just i'm a big guy so you know what i mean it just i don't know if that would be the best fit but like <laughs> you know she's a beautiful Get woman it. so i just want to put that out there i'm not saying that lizzo's not a beautiful woman that i wouldn't be blessed to hook up with lizzo because i absolutely would be blessed to be hooked up with lizzo but i'm just saying i don't know if i would be the best fit for lizzo so but if if neither of us remember Right. And so therefore quality of said night wasn't like an issue. Then I'm thinking Lizzo, her songs are pretty funny. So like she's I'm thinking she's funny. OK, I'm funny. All right. And then she's obvious. She's like a good singer slash artist slash rapper. So I'm thinking like we wake up in the morning. I'm a gentleman. Right. And so I'm obviously offering to grab breakfast or something like that. Some coffee at least. And, like, we're probably just chatting and having a fucking good-ass time. And she might even, like, I might even be like, yo, just, like, you, I, I know you probably get this in every one-night stand you have, if you have any. But, like, could you bust out a rap? Could you bust out a song? Could you, like, 
I mean, just like a quick live concert. You know what I mean? And like, I would, I, that would be pretty fucking dope. You know what I mean? And like right now she's kind of big right now. So I just, I thought that was a good one. Dude, you just, um, that is a great, that is a great choice. But you just said so many things like puns that it was incredible. Yeah. I don't know if you realize yeah. that. Do you no, even realize? No, it was on purpose. Oh. You're like, I don't know if it'd be a good fit or not. Get it? Hey. Get it? Then there was just Get another it? one you did like 10 seconds ago. I forgot already. That is a good choice. Um, I like it. I like it. Yeah. So I thought it was a good, a good question, Todd. Good question. Todd, uh, Todd with the next question. Um, what's your top uh, restaurant in Portsmouth and why? Um Okay, if, if you're just going to go to a restaurant in Portsmouth, you're just looking for my top recommendation, I got to go Cure. I will, I'm just going to put a caveat out there. I haven't been to Moxie yet. So Moxie's like a tapas spot. Tapas isn't like really my thing, uh, but I've heard it's amazing. And I moved from Portsmouth three years ago. And so like I haven't been in the area. It's not, and like when I do, I want to go to, I wanted to go to places that, that you know, I was familiar with. But um you know, whatever. I will. I will make it there. I just moved back, so I'll make it over there. It's in the plans. But Cure, however, I was a big fan of before I moved. Have stayed a big fan of um, since I moved. They have some outdoor seating out back. Small little intimate spot. You do not need to be dressed too fancy. It's like American. I guess like American Bistro, maybe for like lack of a better word. Um, they have the best lobster mac and cheese ever. Mm-hmm. They have a mushroom appetizer, a mushroom based appetizer dish that's like mustard. Uh, it's mustard, excuse me, mushrooms, and it comes with like um, like bread and and whatnot. It's it's amazing. And then they have one of the most bomb steaks. Uh, what I've heard, I don't eat beef, but from what I've heard, they have one of the most bomb steaks in town. And it's like kind of also, it's not deep cut Portsmouth, but like I wouldn't be surprised if you ran into somebody who lived in Portsmouth and had not been to Cure and like maybe even had not heard of it, especially if they don't go downtown that much. And if you have people who like visit Portsmouth on the reg, they definitely like could have not heard of it. So I think at the same time, it's like you might scoop some cats on it. So I think if you're going to look for a good restaurant, I probably go Cure. I have a couple of runner ups, but Garb, do you have a, do you have an opinion there? I feel like I can't answer this because I, Nah, yeah. I think you should just skip me because I'm not from there. Yeah, that's fair. So. I was going to throw a quick shout-out to two others of my favorites, Burger Bar and Barrio. Um, Burger Bar, I think, is just like a well-rounded experience. I think if you're just looking for a good spot to go, and and I, I think it's the only one now. They did have one in Portland, but I think with all the stuff with COVID, it, they, they didn't keep that one open. Um, and Burger Bar is is great, and I know a bunch of people who work there, so I can tell you it's a great establishment, and it, 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 really, it really rocks it. Great milkshakes, great burgers. Really cool bar. They got like this metal, like curvy bar, um, which is great. And then Barrio was the other one. Barrio is actually a chain from Ohio. Not a big chain, but like somebody had started a few in Ohio. Um, and it's essentially gourmet Taco Bell. And like you can't. Yeah. We I mean, talked really about that one in the very first episode, if you want more details. Yeah, yeah 100%. So, really, really good spot. Um, go back to our very first episode. Oh, wait. Was and... that our first? No, that was our food. That was a different episode, but still. In, in our food episode, I think it was our third or something. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good spot for sure. I mean, I would put that up there. All right, cool. Great question. Um, last question from Todd. Um, are we having a good time with the pod, and is it what we expected? Uh, definitely having a good time. Um, it is, like, I think for me, it is more work than I thought, but it's, like, 
the work that I'm talking about is also like a lot more fun. Like I think like when I originally thought about the podcast, I was like never like thought we were going to get like huge. I just thought we'd just kind of like talk about things that we know and whatnot. And like for the Paul Revere episode, we like actually did some research. Like I listened to a couple other podcasts, read some articles, stuff like that. And like that was really fun. Um, and like even for like some of the sports ones we've done, like had to dig in on stats and do stuff like that. So like there's like more to it. And then planning it is is also like – again, more difficult than you would think. Um, and there's like all, there's like, even though we don't have like a ton of like listeners, there are people who listen to it on the weekly. And I feel some sort of like, not pressure. I, I feel some pride in like making sure that like we put things out consistently and that we actually put out like a, a decent product. So a hundred percent positive experience. Um, there's a lot more in it than I think like mentally I knew. Um, but like, I'm excited for it and hope we're doing it for a really long time. So that's, that's kind of my stance. What about you? Yeah, I think it's just turned into a fun hobby. It gives me a chance to talk to you and Nick, you know, like once, yeah. bi-weekly, bi-weekly. Um, and I've learned a lot from the uh, editing point of view, and it's really not that bad to edit yeah. this anymore. It takes me, it, it like the first time it took me like six hours, but I get it down maybe like two hours to take me that episode. And I, I enjoy the editing piece and messing with the volume and yeah, all that. Yeah, it's super cool. It's definitely like a it's hobby's a great way of putting it. It's like a really fun hobby. It's a really cool thing to do with us. And then like I don't know, like again, not to get sappy on everybody, but like we're real like we're you, me, Nick, and like, you know, even a bunch of other people in our group, like we're really good friends and obviously love spending time together, but it's just tough, man. Like people you you grow up and, you know, you got other things going on in life and like you have to like unfortunately, like you have to like sometimes choose like who you're gonna put that effort in for right there's obviously people who are around you that's like really easy and like and whatnot but like especially when i moved to boston like there's a bunch of people up here in portsmouth i really like was like wow we're really great friends we've become really great friends the last five years of here and like had to like you know like nope you know whether i had a long week at work or whatever gotta go up gotta go to people's stuff gotta like because you want to stay friends and like we've been that way ever since you've moved to maine right you know what i mean um and like it, which it's it's all really important to us and like this is just another thing we get to do together because like we just all love spending time with each other so um you know from that perspective it's it's like a home run i think for all of us um i know nick would like i know nick would echo all this stuff too like you know again this is one that's really relevant to him and would love to get his take on it uh when he's back on next episode i think um, we've been um naturally gravitating towards sports and i think we found that that's what we we want to talk about most so you might I think find that's what that... we I think that's like what we find easiest. Like yeah. it's also like hard to get up here. Like it I, I'm somebody who loves to talk, love hearing my own voice, like love to have conversations with people, love to argue, um, and and you know, love to love to public speak. So I I, I think I was like, Oh, a podcast, that's perfect. Like just an avenue for me to me to talk, right? But um it's hard to get up here and talk about stuff that you're not like an expert in. And like I'm not to say we're experts in sports, but we spend a lot of our time watching Boston sports and watching sports and looking up stats, just like on the reg that not everything we talked about on this episode is like that. Um, so like, I think from that perspective, it's like, it, it, it can be hard. It's definitely hard. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Uh, rich, what is, uh, what is the first big home DIY renovation, uh, project? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, honestly, I would call this big just because, like, what it ended up being was um, painted my office. Uh, shout out Carrie Kennedy um, and Todd, but especially Carrie Kennedy, who, like, literally worked on it for, like, two days with me and 
um, knows a lot more about this like renovation stuff than I do. Um, much more crafty. I always say that that she got the creative genes. Um, we essentially painted the 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 uh, the room that second bedroom that's going to be like my office slash like a place for people to crash. Um, so we get in there, right, and we're like, oh, okay, great. Like let's let's paint this thing. It's white. The, the walls look all weird. And there's like this like I don't know like weird material on the walls, but didn't really think much of it. What we realized is the weird material was the wall mm-hmm. and all the rest of it was actually wallpaper lining, right? Oh. And so like we literally go and buy paint and get to my 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 like second bedroom over there. We're like ready to ready to paint. And I go, "Oh my gosh, this is like wallpaper liner." Um and you know, Kara's like, "Yeah, yeah, dude, you're right." Like um and we're like, "Do we paint over it? What do we do?" And just like, you know, we just made a decision like, hey, like, let's just let's do it right. Like, whatever. It's going to suck, but whatever. And so we had to literally go in, puncture holes in all the wallpaper liner, spray it down with like this solution, let it soak in, peel it. But somebody had like clearly tried to remove wallpaper, like under the fixtures that we removed, there was like still some wallpaper. Um, and so they, they messed it up. They didn't do it right. And so that's why the liner was still there. And so we ended up having to do, remove all of that. And then we painted the next day. So like that felt like a huge project. So that was done outside of that. I would really love to, um, I'd really love to get the outdoors, um, set up, but I just don't know if that like makes more sense to just wait till next year now. Right. Like, cause like, again, like I, I think New England gets a bad rap for being like super wintry or super snowy for like, for like ever. But like by April next year, you're going to, you're going to be done with like any bad snow. And like you have a good month and a half of like, what is like a shitty spring. And then like you get into summer here. And so like in that time, I'm like, I could just do a lot and I could save some money and do like really well. So I think that that's going to be the first quote unquote big project. Um what do you you got any big projects you're thinking for the house over there? The fence? Yeah. The fence guy? Yeah. So I did painting like you. I so I've been losing sleep over this. Like actually honestly the last two nights I'm like just thinking Talk to about us, it. Buddy. Therapy baby. Um just like building a fence because I got a quote for it's not even a big fence, six grand. You know, and I Damn. can do it, I can do it myself for probably two. Uh, and there's not a whole lot of I, okay so this. I would come up and help you with like something like that. So Are if you, you sure want to like, about if, that? well, I mean, like you're feeding me and we're getting hammered every night, but like, okay. yeah, like what? What do we need? Like two days, three days, two days. I'll plan it all out. Not, so, not ideal. Are you trying to do it this year? Yeah, I'm gonna be doing it. I'm gonna be doing it by November because I want to be able to let my dog out without having to fucking walk her in the winter time. Like in the what yard. do we need? We need like one of those. Like we need something to puncture the ground with. Oh, yeah. So we'll be getting like a post hole digger, but also an auger. I'll be renting an auger. And in New England, the frost line, I mean, I don't want to get too much into details, but the New England frost line is pretty up here. It's like five feet. So you want to get that yeah. fence pole in five feet underground. Otherwise, in 10 years, it's going to be up. Five feet? So my quote Damn. these people wanted to put it in two feet. And I'm like, yo, how long is that going to last? And they're trying to charge me six grand. So I'm just going to do it right. I'm going to try to dig that down as far as i can and you put concrete in it it's this whole deal but it's not it's not too bad i don't think it's just a lot of planning damn yeah shit yeah no we'll figure it out and then we can do it in your yard if it comes out good i'll be like yo right no you're right you're right that's half that's half the value that's half the value that's half the value i just gotta like also just need to become more handy 
I'm like just like I'm like I can do things and like I can figure shit out, but like I'm just like I'm like better with electronics, but I just like need to become more handy. Like that's the other thing this is like made me realize. But anyways, um, what's the worst? Uh, what? What's the worst? Uh, I think this is tongue lash given. I think what? I think this is to me from. Uh, oh, okay. What's your alter ego? Oh, from Rich Raymond. Okay, Rich so Raymond. that first question was from Rich Raymond, my buddy. The second question is also from Rich Raymond. I was like, I, I thought it was to me. He said Rich, so I was like, what? This is from Rich Raymond. Sorry, Gary, go ahead. So from your alter ego, uh, what's the, to me, what's the worst tongue lashing you've given to a student slash funniest story about a student? So I had to kind of think about this one because as a teacher, I don't want, you know, I'm not a huge tongue lashing kind of guy. I'm an action kind of guy. So I lay out the expectations. <laughs> I don't like to yell. It's too much energy. I lay out the expectations. I tell them, look, these are my expectations. If you break them, you're going to get the consequences. Like, and don't tell me I didn't tell you so. I'm not here to make friends. If wow. you break these expectations, you will get the consequences. He's not here to make friends. Right. He's not here to make nice He's here to depart knowledge on your fucking skull. Sit down and get ready for it, baby. So, like, if it's a time I'm talking, they know don't talk over me. So, if they do it, and if if it's something like answering a question, I don't, you know, I'm not bad about it. But if it's, like, them talking to a friend, I'll be like, hey, first warning, second time detention. Do it again, detention. After school, I'll see you Thursday from 2.20 to 3. All right? So, it's just, like, very straightforward, to the point. Because my Wait, philosophy. Did you say two twenty to three? Yeah, just forty minutes. Got yeah, it's not it. too bad. Not too bad, right? Do you think yeah, that's bad? dude. I feel like that's. I feel like that's cake, dude. That's cake because a teacher detention, like two twenty to three. Like, I don't well, know. so now it used to. You used to be able to do it two thirty to three thirty or two twenty to three thirty, but because of the coronavirus, they all got to get out for cleaning by three. Okay. No students in the building anymore, but um. So, yeah, I'm just very straightforward to the point. So that's kind of, you know, I've given teacher detentions. Don't show up. You know, I okay, give an office like, referral. But... And maybe you can't share them. Maybe you can't share them. So if you can't, you can't. But, like, you got to have okay, a funny so, student story. So I, I'm going to give you a couple stories here that I just feel like I have a lot of, like, funny stories, but not one that, like, pops out. Like, oh, my God, that is ridiculous. So I'm going to just summarize these really quick, okay? Hit it. You ready for this? Number Hit one. It. I was student teaching. I was on Hot or Not, which was like an app before Tinder. Found one of my seventh grade students. Obviously told the guidance counselor. Number two, was on the baseball. I was a JV baseball coach in the gym. Kid was like, teachers get paid too much to me. And he said, hey, Mr. Garby, you should also be a lunch lady to make up for the amount of money that you're making. And I said, oh, yeah? You think I should be a lunch lady? Why don't you open your mouth? I'll take a shit in it. Got, got a call in by the athletic director, obviously. <laughs> Number three, has stuffed animals in my classroom as a talking stick. One day walked into my classroom. Actually, a couple days walked in my classroom. Stuffed animals were doing it doggy style. I noticed it. Kids cracked up, said it's been on Snapchat for five days straight. <laughs> Number four, it was spirit week. I dressed as Willy Wonka for meme day because you know that Willy Wonka meme. Um, yeah, so I was Willy Wonka. Kids walk into the classroom, throw candy at them, say, welcome to my candy factory. Really funny. Um, go into the assembly 
which is like for spirit week, like a big assembly superintendent's right there. Just like locks eyes at me, you know, but it was just weird. Cause it was, it was just, I was in a Willy Wonka con. It was fine, but I was just, it felt really awkward because I threw candy at kids that day. Um, number five, I got threatened uh, to be fired for a senior prank of going on the roof and writing class of 2019 in paint. And that was during my class. Got a call from the principal. Uh, uh, kids. Wait, all right, you so went on the roof and painted? I was going I was going to help them, but I, I got a call from the principal in my classroom saying, you will be fired if you do that. <laughs> so I said, I'm not doing it. Fair, 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 fair. And then we'll go with number six. I mean, this one's funny, but it's not like outrageously funny. Kids now work on Google Docs. As you know, it's a collaborative document. Kids Google Doc as a presentation, handed out to the class, flipped the page. This thing says, fuck shit, cunt, ass, bitch, all in one word. Kid just, I just look up. Everyone goes quiet. Kids just sit down. And then I don't say anything until class, and I just give it to the to the principal. But that was that was a good one. I oh love that. Um, but those are just a couple small snippets oh. of just some funny Dude, things. What? Those are all amazing. Are you kidding me? I mean, yeah, they're, like, funny. they're funny. All right, you know what? I'll give it to you. You you downplayed that so hard, though. You were like, listen, I don't like really. You went on this whole thing about how you're super stiff, and you're like, yeah, I'm not here to be nice. Yeah, dude, it's uh, it's all about I'm a balance, dude. When you and then you just rip off like thirty fucking awesome stories. That was amazing. Um, okay, cool. Um, okay, go from Marley, my friend. Oh, those, both those questions from Rich Raymond. Rich Raymond is a real person. He's not my alter ego. But, um, hey. You know, is what it is. Yeah, to meet him. Uh, yeah, sure, Rich. Uh, sure, Rich. He's got a real Instagram, guys, that I made. Um, anyways. What? Uh, my friend Marley here has got a couple of questions. First question, best fantasy football advice. First of all, Marley, if you're playing fantasy football and I haven't got a personal call about it, a little bit hurt. Well, gotta he, be honest. He's never finished uh, first. So. Best fantasy football advice. Yep, never, never fit. Actually, finished oh, second right. though twice. Okay. It's pretty awesome. So, have you won? won have you won year. our league? I won last year. Oh, you just won <laughs> last year. You've been playing for just I've as long. I've been playing as since me. middle you're school. Acting like I, you're I won some in pro. middle school and high school, but I mean, in our league, I won once. Yes, you're right. No, no, no. I'm not a pro last by year, any so means, like, but yeah, I'll give my honest advice. You want to go first though? Um. Yeah. Best uh, advice for fantasy football. Um. I think like I think like honestly for me it's like follow numbers not your heart like honestly like follow numbers not your heart like some of the best fantasy football players I know like don't really like never watched football before fantasy football and so like all they have to go off of is the numbers and like what pros say and whatnot and like all that shit's there for a reason like all that shit is there for a reason and like at the end of the day like the numbers generally work out like to be honest so Follow the numbers, um, let it ride. And then, like, honestly, the real key to winning fantasy football, which is, like, what I'm not good at, is, um, is like, watching the waiver wire. And, like, watching games and, like, picking up players that, that could be good. Both for, like, playing them, but, like, also trade opportunities. Like, one of the best years I did is, like, because I picked up, like, you know, I picked up Juju. Because, like, I saw him play in a game and I was like, that guy's going to be nasty. And, like, I picked up Juju and, you know, skyrocketed in the Portsmouth League. So, um yeah. Anyways, that's my that's my best advice. It's like kind of like 
it's like duh, but I feel like I'm a great example of somebody who's like, oh, I've seen that player play. I know they can play hard, but like they're like older or like they just had a flash season and like they're not projected mm-hmm. to do very well. So yeah, I will say I'm not the world's best fantasy so player. Though, so I'm gonna I'm, give I'm my advice is about the draft. Um, my r- most recent strategy, which I started last year and I won, but we'll see how it goes this year, is I started. I have decided to float a kicker, a quarterback, and a defense. In other words, I basically only focus on running back, wide receiver, and one tight end spot in the draft. And the reason I do that is first, number one kicker is just like, okay, the best kicker versus the worst kicker. The amount of point difference, the variance there is not... Well, it's like it's the best kicker versus like the... the yes, matchup. So you right? know your team's going to score, know. right? Almost like a defense matchup. You know your team's going to play good defense because it's a shitty offense. So it's, to me, I don't waste a 10th pick or an 11th pick on those because I know that a 10th or an 11th pick could have a breakout year. And that would be dropping that opportunity completely. For the quarterback, I... That's more of a questionable thing, a less common thing to like kind of drop and add. When I say float, I mean I drop and add, drop and add weekly. So um, I have Carson Wentz this year, but I know I'm probably going to drop him at one point and I'm going to pick up some, somebody on the waiver. So like Rich said, watch the waivers. Um, but I'm very active on the free agents after, you know, the waivers have, have gone to free agents. So that's my advice. Yeah, that's great advice. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I, I see. Like, I have a problem doing that because, like, I think like an app will tell you to fill all your positions and like try to just pick the best person that you need and whatnot. And and I don't think that that's like always the best way of going about it. But you know, whatever. I'm not gonna dive too deep into that because something tells me the next episode we're gonna have a lot of talk about that because I know Nick's gonna be itching to talk sports. Um, best hangover cure. Yeah. Great question, Marles. Great question. Um, so okay. I'm going to have best hangover cure, like, if you are being smart about it. And then best hang- best hangover cure if, like, you're in a situation, okay? Best hangover cure if you're being smart about it. And I'm telling you right now, like, I've got you on this, okay? Three glasses of water before you go to bed. Straight up. Three glasses of water before you go to bed. Now, you're sitting here right here like, well... You know, if I'm wasted, how am I might remember that? I'm just saying, try to practice, set an alarm, whatever it is. If you drink three glasses of water before you go to bed, you're going to get up feeling way better. Like most of the reason like you feel shitty when you're hungover is you're dehydrated. You're like massively dehydrated. And it just takes a while for your body to get back to hydrated, uh, back hydrated, right? And so that's like my, if you're being smart about it. And literally that's it. Then just go live your life. You're still going to be a little hungover, but go get your coffee, get your food. Do your thing and whatnot. Anyways, garbage. Yeah, if you're being smart about it. I mean, for me, so when you drink, we were talking about this, it's obviously harder to sleep because of something that's going on in your brain or whatever. But for me, it's sleep. But that doesn't always work out because you can't, you can't stay asleep when you're hungover. So um, I like the water advice too. Try to do that quite a bit. Actually, our last night with uh, at the Airbnb for the wedding, I said, okay, I'm going to have three drinks and then a water. And that stopped after the second round of three drinks. Yeah. And then I went downhill from there. But, um, yeah. So if you were like, oh, was out for Friday beers, shit got a little crazy, wasn't expecting to be hungover, blacked out, right? Whatever. Woke up the next morning. It's rough. Whatever. Best hangover cure 
if is going to be honestly, I'm telling you, or for me, like the number one thing I have to do, shower. Mm-hmm. Shower is like the number one thing. Number one thing, honestly. And it was the first time my mom ever caught me hungover. Um, the like the only thing she said to me was, "Take a shower, you'll feel better." I took a shower, felt like twice as good. Honestly, take two showers if you need to. Take a shower, get out, grab some coffee, grab some food, All take right. your ass another shower. That's... Okay. I'm telling you, dude, shower is like the number one thing. I'm telling you, my number one thing you need to do. Um, obviously, consuming food and whatnot. Now, specifically, what do I want when I'm hungover? Is like the greasiest breakfast sandwich in the world. Like bacon, three eggs. That's right, three eggs. Two slices of cheese on an everything bagel. Favorite breakfast sandwich. What's your favorite breakfast Ooh. sandwich? I like the um this is this is not for a hangover, but are you saying for a hangover or in general? So in general Ooh, Ooh I might switch mine for a hangover to a JB, dude. You remember yes. JB's from Okay, Francis? yeah, let's talk about the JB. Go dude. ahead. Dude. JB from Francis, for all those who don't know, little sh- shop in uh in durham uh is it it's like essentially a breakfast burrito but what it is is it's flour tortilla in it i think it's three eggs two slices of cheese bacon and a and a hat it's like hash brown yeah. right it's like a There's hash, a hash brown, brown in there yeah. and you can get it with sausage instead um and then they like grill it up and honestly you can get a grilled blueberry muffin there and they're fire they're so fire um, it's attached to a laundry mat. So like if you didn't have laundry, you could go do laundry there. Uh, and it's, again, it's in Durham, New Hampshire. Anybody who went to UNH, I can almost guarantee you will know what a JB is from Francis. And it was like named after a student who used to always have him make it from scratch. The guy who owns the place like still works there, uh, or last I knew he did. Um, so that would probably like be my like single most effective item to help cure my hangover if that's like more of what the question is it would probably be a jb from Mm -hmm. francis yeah and of course mom if you're listening i did have the jb what about you mom if you're listening i did have the jb without bacon i'm not breaking kosher laws don't worry ma don't worry about kosher baby kosher Um, baby yeah i like i like the jb for the hangover i am like i so bringing back the jewish i love lox on a bagel with cream cheese and some capers yeah I'm just yeah. I, okay. I like some smoked salmon on my bagel. Um, that's just that's like a specialty for me. Yeah, dude, it's a cultural thing. That's cool. That's cool. I love that. That's great. Are you particular on like where you want your bagel from? Uh, so like if you obviously go anywhere in New York, it's a hundred times better. But I, I in Bangor, I like Bagel Central. That's like the place to go. It's a Jewish. Um, okay. I, I wouldn't say bakery. They do well. The, yeah, they bake challah bread and all sorts of bread bagels and. They'll serve sandwiches and stuff that like a Jewish touch to it. But okay. yeah, it's good. I love that. Yeah. I love Bagel that. Central and Bangor. Um, okay, cool. Last three, uh, last three questions here uh, before we get to the first question, which is actually the last question um, from Liz. Um, what are Rich and Garb's favorite UNH bar and why? Deep, deep details. She she said deep analysis. She wanted deep analysis. So. I know why you're saying you don't, you you can't go there, but whatever. Honestly, I think my favorite bar for you and H at the end of the day has to be Libby's. Now, hold on, for all those out there who are screaming the knot, I yeah. R I P the knot. I heard yeah. it closed. The knot was amazing. I love the knot. Knot has 
you know, has a special place in my, my heart. And it might even fall under best bar for me. But my favorite bar, all right, would be Libby's. And here's the deep analysis on Libby's, okay? Big space. That's like the number one problem with the knot. Super small space. Again, talked about this at the at the beginning of the episode. I'm a big guy, okay? Big guy needs his space, all right? So I don't want to be all on top of everybody, all right? Um, second, big-ass windows. UNH, like, it's a big school, but it's not so big that you, like, won't run into somebody on the, on the street, like, pretty regularly. Like, you're probably going to run into somebody going out pretty regularly, especially because there's obviously circles of people who go out in the bars and circles who don't. So you're probably going to run into somebody you know. And these get these big-ass windows. Number of times I've been at Libby's and I've, like, walked by Libby's and I've, like, seen somebody in there, like, you know what I mean, that's, like, just drinking or, like, I want to do shots with or whatever or vice versa. Todd, okay? Great deals. I think it was, like, they had dollar drinks um, and... They didn't have dollar pitchers. I think they mostly just did dollar drinks, but I think they did it on two nights. I think it was like maybe Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, but uh, really, really great deals. Fire food. Fire food. Fantastic tenders. Great tenders at Libby's. Um, what else have I had there recently? I think that's the only thing I've like even had there recently because I'm just that in love with their tenders. Really, really good food um, at Libby's in general. Have a basement. Getting your dance on. Plenty of space down there. Also, I doubt they still do this, but at the time, this is this is I think the last time we did this was for Carrie's twenty first birthday. You could literally rent the basement of Libby's out for a hundred dollars on a Friday night. Wow! You could just rent the whole thing. It, they would put a bartender down there, and like your people would obviously buy booze at the bar and whatnot and whatnot. If you wanted to like bring in food you, or you, you had to order food from them but like you didn't even need to do food you could for a hundred dollars rent out the entire basement we rented out the entire basement for carrie yeah carrie's 21st birthday we rented out the entire basement wow. and i'll be honest girl had the most badass 21st birthday i know of like literally i think there was like 120 people people from biddo massachusetts like unhers alumni like every lambda and like was there all the schoolhouse, all of those guys, everybody was there. It's like 120 people in the basement. We rented it out. I, re I rented it out for 20 for 100 bucks on her birthday. It was crazy. Um, huge. The staff at Libby's is fire, right? Um, the Scorps, always good and whatnot. I always found the staff at Libby's a little bit more friendly. Not that Scorps is bad. Scorps, great, great establishment. Those guys run a good shop. Uh, but I just like, again, I just ended up getting, you know, getting tighter with the folks in Libby's. Um, as well so that's my deep analysis the not like if it's not if not on its best night was the best bar and if you really want to talk about best ballards which is a deep cut bar that like anybody went to unh in like the last gosh we're so old garby um who like went to unh in like the last like i guess like 10 years now like um that you know wouldn't know ballards but ballards was fire ballards literally did um dollar pints and like they would have like dogfish head on there wow. it was crazy so that's deep analysis unh bars um okay Liz. um when did uh <laughs> when did i meet garby um and when did we meet nick <clears throat> um i've got a particular story about nick as far as you i literally so what people got to realize is um my buddy garby here is a march to the beat of his own drum kind of guy. What? Ain't nobody gonna tell. Ain't nobody gonna tell Garby how to be Garby. I don't know what you're right? getting to. And and he's like also like a fine wine, 
Like he gets better the longer you know him, right? And so like me and Garby, not that we didn't like each other. Like we just like right off the bat, we met at Lambda. We were both Lambdas. We both joined the same class. Um, and we pro- we met our bids night. Um, but like we didn't like we didn't like hang out all the time our first year um, there. We really started hanging out more second semester, and then like like you, me, and Nick really hit our stride sophomore year. Um, but the first time I remember like seeing you and being like, you know what, this guy's fucking funny, and like this guy's the man. Is it was we had just gotten back from um, we had just just gotten back from winter vacation. And we had like just hit you up and like we were all about to go for a cruise and we had like just hit you up and you're like, yeah, 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 I'm coming, I'm coming. And so we, and so we hit you up and you're living in, I think it was in Stoke, right? You lived yeah, in Stoke freshman yeah, year? Yeah, second half of freshman year. So yeah. you're living in Stoke and we're like, where the fuck is Garby? We're like pulled out in front of Stoke and out comes this guy. You've got like the fro like is flowing, dude. You got your green jacket on smile ear to ear again anybody who hasn't met garby in person kid's got a million dollar smile smiling ear to ear and he's just kicking his feet out step by step and you got these fucking (laughs) classic like llb knockoff boots like and you have the you're you're they're untied and the strings are just whipping like like those like (laughs) balloons you see at like car car lots that are like the crazy arms like they do in like always sunny like they're just whipping back and forth and you're like guy i was like and i was like that's the that's that's the first like rich memory i have of you outside of like outside of when we like crashed at new york street um uh like in dover but like you know because like we were all hanging out then but like that was the first time i was like yo like this is my dude guard okay all right, um, I I'm surprised you remember dude, the green jacket. That's yeah, wow, dude. that's I, I'm t- deep dude, cut, dude. Garby, this and this is a thing for me. Like this is a vivid memory in my head. Like I can remember you walking down the center row of of Stoke. It was it's crazy, crushing the green jacket, crushing the boots, just living life. That dude. is great. Life. The first like major memory I have of you, we were at the beach house, which. The beach house is on the corner of Garrison and Madbury, right? So on that left quarter. Get it. Uh, is it Madbury? Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is right next to the current yeah. Lambda house. Um, and Rich Rich was not a big – he didn't really partake in high school, if you know what I mean. And Rich, Rich you know, oh, you know when Rich is feeling is. good. And you know – well, Rich you is do. always feeling good. But you do. I'm a, I'm a light switch guy. I'm like doing my thing. And the next thing you know, yeah, you're like, oh, he's Rich done. Is fucked up. So it's like, all right, so we're partaking. Um, and he, I don't, I don't know. Was this your first time? It was definitely like my first time, like getting up. There yeah, for sure. I don't know if it was like the first attempt, but so I was, I was yeah. just, I remember I'm sitting on the floor. I think like the cock is right there. Dan Farenkoff and like, yeah, I know D rods there. Uh, Nick yeah. was probably there and Eric, but it just rich like partakes and he just goes silent for a second and then you just see him and he's like okay something's going on and then he's just like yo the room is spinning no you know what it was is like i'm i'm literally sitting here being like i don't even know why you guys are about this like i'm more of a drinker i like my you know i like my liquor i like my beer and so we're doing our thing and like i'm like starting to feel fucked up right and so i'm like you know what i need to bounce because we had just this was like after we AM Yeah, this is very beginning. Yeah, come come in, 
And so I, I get up and I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm like, yo guys, thanks for like having me over and stuff. Like I got to bounce and I go and I walk to the door and I look backwards and I literally, again, I remember this so vividly. The room literally tilts like it's on an axis. I think yeah, I said that to you guys. Yeah. I was like, the room's on an axis. And, and like, D-Rod's literally like, bro, you should probably sit down. And I was like, yeah, man. And I just sat down there. It was, like, there for the next few hours and sobered up and then, like, walked home. But uh, that was like, good times, yeah, man. For sure. For sure. Uh, first time I met Nick uh, would have been at the clothing sale. So we had yeah, just same. Both, accept- same. both accepted our bids. Um, and him and Eric are there. And uh, Rondo – gosh uh rondo is is literally like um rondo's literally like yo um meet these two guys and i saw nick and i was like that kid's got a big head and i was like i got a big head <laughs> i literally thought that i was like that kid's got a big head I, I got a big head we probably probably could share hats. he was a baby um so that's that um i know we're on a little bit of a time limit here so uh i'm gonna skip Liz's last question and i'm gonna save maddie's first question for next episode because it'll be much more relevant to the wedding. Um, thanks to everybody who sent in questions like on the fly. It was awesome. Hopefully it was like a good episode. Uh, any thoughts on the Celtics, bro? Oh, what's the Celtics score here live? Let's figure out the Celtics score together. So it, by the, the way, if you're Celtics? listening today is Wednesday, September 9th. Fuck. Dude. Three thirty three to go in the fourth. Yeah, three thirty-three right, to go. All right, all right, let's go. We gotta watch. We gotta watch. The overs looking hey. real nice. The overs looking real nice. Papa's got some cash on the game, baby. Ooh. Let's go. Dicky Parlay is back in action with Ooh. his fucking nine-dollar winnings from yesterday or two days ago. Um, huge bet, guys. Now, honestly, I, just I mean, no, it's just small bets, though. We just like no, putting like five dollars. To be perfectly clear, extremely small bets. Yeah, I'm like literally yeah. talking like I have ten dollars down in the game right now. Yeah. Uh, but it does make the game so much more fun. Like I see how it this does. gets to be a problem. To I be know. Honest. I know. I really do. I see. How, I mean, it's just game. like anything else. I've know, seen Garvey lose games. a lot of money. I've seen Garvey lose a lot of money. Best man speech from Chase. In my best, the best man speech given to me. All right, so where they can find us, Rich? Um, they can find – oh, shit. Nick always does this one. I, I know the Instagram. They can find us at any underscore social on Instagram, and we don't have that many Twitter followers, so don't remember where that is. Garb, where can say. they find you, big dog? I'm Ryan A. Garby on Instagram. That's Ryan A. G-A-R-B as in boy E. And the A is for affirmative. I'm Richard Kennedy. You can find me at Kennedy1627 on Instagram. I'm here with Ryan Garby. We're New England Social. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.